Is this the moment for the Dragons now? Are they going to grind out the victory here? Tompkins fires the ball. Why, Yaha, spinning for the corner. Fuad Yaha going for the corner. It's another flying acrobatic finish. And Fuad Yaha is in at the corner. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Welcome back to the show. And remiss me not to say... For two years, my co-host has put up with me and sat alongside me. Dino, two year anniversary. I think it was two two years last week. Congratulations, mate! You're still here. I'm still here. <laughs> Normally, two years is quite long when you're no, sitting next to you. No, it's not. No, don't go there. No, so it's, it's, I feel quite blessed. It's working well, isn't it? I think so. It's up to the punters to tell us that, I guess. Phil Buds Rothfield might have. Let's an ask opinion. him. Yeah, Buzz. Good morning. Yeah, what's he done for your ratings, right? Oh, through the roof. Through the roof. And your That's segment right. goes through the roof too. Yeah. So oh, mate, that's for sure. Geez, I'm, um, did you hear Hadley? Yeah, I did. Geez, Can you reply to his allegation that the door <laughs> hit your nose? I have the clearest memory. <laughs> but you were but you were drinking that day. How could it be clear? It is extremely clear. <laughs> right, okay. Of him in his underpants, wide front, <laughs> in his singlet, opening the door, and he just went crash. It's what today we call a coward punch. And I've told him that. I've told him that. So anyway, let him have his story. Let him, let him so do you remember the story. door hitting you as well? No, the door did not hit me. Right, okay. I could see, I could also, I can remember his undies, his singlet, and, seeing all, his false, and seeing all his false teeth in the glass next to him. Next for his bed. This so is getting worse. <laughs> He'll come back I, on next week. He'll demand to come back on for a right or reply what? next I'll, week. I'll never forget that, you know, we shouldn't have been, you know, I shouldn't have been. I obviously caused it all by being a pest. But <laughs> I remember coming back to, I went for some the darkest sunglasses I could find in Brisbane to wear on the plane home. I didn't want anyone to say out of shine. It was terrible. <laughs> It really was. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Those are the days. Yeah, yeah hey. it's, a, it's a really good segment you got, though, and it was great to hear him. There's no question he's been a, an unbelievable success, mm. not just in sport, but on 2GB. And he is a good fellow. He's, uh, and, and what I, I sent him a text message over the weekend, and I saw he had his fifth grandkid last week, and just his life in recent years, he went through a tough period we all know about, but to see him so happy again mm. now, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And yeah, good, um, cool. yeah, good luck to him. Mm. Buzz, fascinating story in your column, What's the Buzz this morning, the Sunday Tell you about Adam Reynolds. I saw you copped a little bit of flack on social last night about revealing yeah. that Reynolds had a bit of an all-nighter up there in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. I certainly are copying, am copying it on social media. Look, just to take you through the story, with 10 minutes remaining in the match against Manly, Adam Reynolds went to the ground having aggravated a groin injury that's been a problem for him and restricted his training at South last year and um, it kept him out of the match against Newcastle. So, look, this isn't a scandal story, Bulldog, but, look, I pointed out that he did the wrong thing because if you suffer an injury in, during a game, the first thing any physio will tell you is avoid alcohol, go home and get some sleep, rest, and ice the injury. But Adam went to the Caxton Hotel and had a few beers with Alfie Langer. He then went to Treasury Casino, and he was there till 7 o'clock in the morning. 
And then he went to the Sofitel Hotel and caught up with South Place, and he wasn't in the shabby. I saw him there. And he wasn't, no signs of him, you know, even having the late night out. So he wasn't misbehaving or anything. But my only point was, when football players are on $800,000 a year and they get hurt in game, they should probably be a little bit more professional in treating their injuries after a game. And that's what the story was. And I, I think most sensible people would agree that that's the case. But anyway... Um, yeah, and you went um, to you went to Benny Eichen and, and and quoted him as well in that story, and I think it's it's all fair in love and war. Hey, but Buzz, on a more positive note, and we know we did mention it last week, but an update on Roycey Simmons' walk and just how much money this is raising, Buzz. Oh, this is just a sensational story, mm. Ray. Um, you know what? You, you, you think about Royce and you think anyone diagnosed with this hideous disease of this dementia would... You know, it, it's just, it, I, I could not imagine how hard it would be and to go home and break down and tell your wife about it. And, you know, you could lock yourself up and just get away from everything. But it's so stirring. It's, it's so courageous what he's done. And this walk, 300 kilometres over the last week from Goolagong to Penrith, they originally set out hoping to raise 50 grand. And you know what? They're going to top 500,000. Wow. Fantastic. And what a great man Royce mm. is. And, you know, we all thought he was a hero for what he did on the football field, but this matches anything he did in rugby league, and that says a lot and, of, of what he's been able to do. And and full marks to the people like Freddie, Brandy, old teammates, um, people who just got on board and have done this walk with him, and it's just fantastic. Ray, another... Uh, Ray. Buzz... Uh, another terrific story in your column today is about Arthur Laundy, and he seems to be a little uh, miffed at his treatment by the Bulldogs. Yeah, well, look, Arthur Laundy's putting in a million bucks at the Bulldogs, and he explained to me that he didn't just put that money in as a way of promoting his chain of hotels, but he, over the years, has met a lot of football players. And you wrote a story about his relationship with Jeff Robinson, who sadly is now struggling with uh, cancer, throat cancer. But he's had very close relationships. And he looked at that roster at Canterbury. They had a few tough years. And he wanted to get in there and talk to them about their post-careers. He wanted to be a mentor for a few of the players. He he wanted to point out, look, don't go and buy yourself a flash car, put your money into bricks and mortar. And look, he's just got this passion to help young footy players. Mm. But the club hasn't taken him up on that offer. Um, He feels like he's been left out of the loop at the Bulldogs. And he's currently, his contract is up as a sponsor this year. And I'm not sure he's going to take it up. Um, And he is quite close with Trent Barrett. That would have upset him. And and it's also in your column too, Buzz. I was interested in a little piece down page just next to the Laundy story about Peter Volandi's hoping and basically indicating that Trent Barrett should not be and won't be lost to the game. Oh, that's right. I rang Peter because um, I saw them. They were having a chat around the hotel in Brisbane over the weekend. And this is before the... The, the Telegraph broke the story that um, Baz had been uh, sacked. And um, Peter's a fan. I think we're all a fan of Baz. Um, mm. 
look, he's struggled in his last couple of coaching roles at Manly, and he's he certainly struggled at the Bulldogs, and five wins from 34 games is unacceptable in this era. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a good person. He knows rugby league. And I think Peter's very keen to get him involved in some sort of role, whether it be pathways, whether it be... Would he be handy on the judiciary? Would he be handy on the bunk? Or would he be handy on the match review committee? Mm. I think... Um, Probably all really, the above. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, I think it's a, a really, really good move by Peter. Buzz, you also wrote that Blake Solly, the South Sydney CEO, was spotted deep in Roosters' territory last week. Why was he there? Well, Doug, you've written a few stories about in recent times. South Sydney Rabbitohs have been at uh, Homebush playing out of the old ANZ Stadium, now Acor, since 2006. And they've got a very good deal there. And But they want to play at the new stadium at Moor Park, and you can't blame them. It's a spectacular state-of-the-art, 45,000-seater. They want mm. to share it with the Sydney Roosters, Sydney FC, Waratahs. Um, but, look, I think Bendis New South Wales have told him, look, eventually they will spend money at Acor. They want South to stay at Acor. Um, but Blake Solly's doing what any good CEO does. He's got to come back to his board with a recommendation. So he's just checking out what's available and before they do make a decision on where they play. Yeah, that, that's understandable. Hey, Buzz, um, running out of time, but we need your thoughts on the final two games of round 11. 2pm game, South versus Canberra. And then at 4.05pm, your Sharkies take on the Titans, Buzz. Yeah, South versus Canberra is a really interesting match. You know, on the paper, they asked us to do our tips early, and I, I tipped the rabbit, though, so I've got a feeling there's an upset, though. I'm going to go um, the Raiders there. I, I really think okay. they're a good hope. And, um, look, I've got to tip the Sharkies, of course. Um, shocking performance last week, one of the worst I've seen in a couple of years, but I think they'll bounce back and beat the very disappointing Titans. Yep, no, fair enough. Hey, Buzz, well, we finally cleared up that um, incident with well, have Hadley. We? And, well, I don't think we really have. Well, Ray Hadley said we did. But it's no, con- well, con- contrasting versions. I can assure you mine is more accurate than his. <laughs> right, OK. We haven't you. cleared it up then. Hey, Buzz, appreciate it as always on a Sunday morning. We'll talk next week. See you guys. Thanks, Bye. Buzz.